Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Okay, welcome to FMLPL Milan. That's Walsh. It's a, the weakest okay today, but I was touching go for the pod, though, you know. Yeah, old man throwing your back out. Yeah, can't, back is very much on the mend, so. Can't put your full body into the intro, so all the listeners are just being grossly deprived. Maybe I should grab an old okay and throw it in and just lip sync the okay. <laughs> like an old pop star. If you, if you feel so inclined. <laughs> How you doing, dude? Been better, you know. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. on wild card, so that'll that'll perk a mood now. I mean, you've been there before. It's like I feel like I'm just gonna fuck my team up worse, but we'll yeah. see. I don't know yeah. how that could be possible. I mean, every fucking I just get no points every week, so whatever. Yeah. Speaking of that, thirty-eight bam right on your screen for you bingo, YouTubers. Bingo. Yeah, I mean it's just disaster city all over the place. I got one assist from Grob and the. Captain Holland return and everyone else was just the ones and twos. That's it. Hey, Mo got what, three. What can we say? Yeah, right, right. That's it. You know, yeah. just a mess. Huge An red, absolute mess. Yeah, yeah. Huge red back down. Oh. I mean, it's. I guess it's. I feel like it's Groundhog Day again. It's just every it is. year. It is. No matter what, follow the template. Don't follow the template. Can't make hay when the sun's shining. Just pick bad players, make bad transfers. One point eight mil. Here I am. Yeah, I mean, I thought what you were going to say with the Groundhog Day is just, it's like every edge guy you've gotten has been terrible and it just continues. You know, like whatever, like Jesus blank, Mo blank, like that stuff just doesn't really matter that much when everyone owns Trent, Cancelo. But it's like, yeah, Robbo's been a disaster. Keeper, always a disaster for you. Kukurea's been a disaster. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought hitting Ramsdale into Bench Ward was going to pay off and I'm Still in the negative there a few weeks later, so... Unbelievable. Here we go. Here we go again. How about you? Yeah, so that's your team. Let me uh, remove this. Ugh, I'm so slow. I can't really turn to the left that well, so I'm, like, not doing great. Let's see. Let's get my team up here. Um, Yeah, I mean... 52 is pretty fucking good in a low-scoring week. The averages were all around like 42 to 44. So I'm up there. You know, Kev Cap was a little bit lower than Holland, but not that big a deal. And obviously, I still own Holland. Um, It's really the first week that, like, my vision has come through. (laughs) You know, I got the Palace clean, even though Gahey's bench. I got the Guaita clean. or Trips 8-pointer. And finally, Kev came through with some points when I really needed him. So, you know, in hindsight, maybe maybe I should have benched Saliba at Old Trafford for Gahey. But, you know, Pals didn't that really deserve clean, a clean either. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't think that was... I think the way you had it was the right way. Yeah, and I brought in Mitro, who, you know, we've been talking about for the last, like, three apps is just fixture-proof and et cetera, et cetera. And he just bangs it in, gets five shots again, just absolute fucking beast. Like, and you're on wildcard. I'm, I'm very curious to see if you're just like Mitro straight in or not, but, um, I can't see myself dropping him anytime soon. So yeah. Yeah. It's great. Just a great pick. Great pick. A lot of um, great let picks me do right a league. Now. Huh? 
A lot of great picks right now. A lot now. of great picks. That's the, the hard part. Let me shout out yeah. league update. So new Mug League month, September. We got Luke Barlow in first, a.k.a. and the balls. Patrick Moffat in second, a.k.a. welcome to the Vardy pal. And third place, Miko Repo, a.k.a. Ruiville Gunners. And shout out to the leader of the public league, Greg Haddon, a.k.a. Kwanga FC. Get the fuck in there. Nice job by you. Where should we begin, dude? It's your wild card. It's your pod. <sighs> it's your party. You can cry if you want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have like a lot of individual players. I just want to hear your thoughts and opinions on. Okay. Um, you know, obviously I can only pick, you know, 15 players, but I'm, you know, I haven't, I've spent some time like working on the combinations of kind of like what I can afford and who I like. But, you know, basically just other than Holland, and Martinelli and De Bruyne. I mean, I don't really have any attack like settled at all. Like I'm really chopping and changing and Pereira I'm going to keep. Very surprised to not hear Jesus's name in that. Yeah. Well, let's start with Jesus then. I think, you know, I'm just looking at his fixtures and watching them play well at stretches, you know, but yeah, pretty even ish game i think you know i mean i think they kind of took turns i mean you know arsenal probably better on balance on the eye but you know they didn't create a ton yeah they have home everton next which is obviously a nice fixture however you know i think we do need to kind of update how we view that fixture with the incomings that everton got right i mean they're not going to be playing tavies in, in midfield anymore and shit like that <laughs> at brentham home spurs home liverpool at leeds home city I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, that's what I, cause, you know, and then, then they have a, a few good games until 16, but I'm just kind of trying to look at this more in those little mini stretches. And he's obviously a good pick. He's active and looks good every game. But at the same time, it's not like he's just playing center forward, getting all these chances and the attack is like funneling through him. Like he's very assisty. He's very second assisty kind of guy and obviously good value for his price but you know i'm just not that interested in the value for the price and i'm kind of just looking at these fixtures upcoming and thinking you know it could be a time to swerve him i mean chances are i have him on my team but he's definitely not locked in right you know what going through those kind of things you know what are you what's jumping out to you yeah i I think one of the things one of the most important things that you said there was that like you're not that interested in the value. And I think that that is like, that's like a key point because I think if you ask me without that sort of context, like if you just DM me and we're like, what do you think of Jesus? I'd be like a million percent in your team. Absolutely psycho to get rid of. He's just an amazing pick on a top four team. Like, and he's cheap. But once you start playing on wildcard as I did two weeks ago and as a lot of people are doing this week I think that people are ending up with like a ton of extra money (laughs) and they're being like well I don't really need value I just need the guy who's going to get the most points like I don't need to save three million on Kane or something like that I can just get Kane and I think that's where it becomes interesting I mean from an individual player I still think absolute joke of a pick joke of a price great pick just going to keep ticking as he's done 
you know, every, I think he just has everything. He has the eye test. He's incredible underlying numbers, good team, playing well, you know, all of the above. But I, I get where you're coming from. So we should probably like, we should probably just talk about all the forwards like right now, basically, yeah, is, well, what, I, is I, what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to just go through sort of the forward picks and just kind of look at, you know, who, and it isn't, it's not like, oh yeah, no, okay, I'm not going to have Jesus for the rest of the season. Like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the next two fixtures are good. And, you know, somewhere where this might end up is I hold him and then I look at, you know, maybe game week nine is when I look to yeah. get in someone different there. Because not having Jesus when they play Spurs, Liverpool, Leeds, Man City, you're not leaving points on the table. Like that's that's the kind of pick place that I would like to bet against the field on people yeah. that are just like, oh, I have value tied up in him or blah blah blah, and they're just going to hold him. So you know, going over to Kane, I, I think Kane initially I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wave the flag. Kane's in enough like i can't take it anymore he keeps getting these tappins at the goal line whether it's from his head or his foot or his dick or his ass and he's just ticking points along but then i again i look at the fixtures and you know this is what i was gonna say yeah go ahead no that i was just gonna bring that up because i think one thing that we kind of like the fpl community at large came to the conclusion of is like wow, it's so straightforward to pick your Game Week 1 team. All of the good teams have amazing fixtures. Like, they're basically all good picks. Like, this, this is a right. thing that we kept saying for every pod. Right. Well, the the alternative to that is that once those good fixtures end, they all have bad fixtures. Because they play each other. Ars- because they play each other. Arsenal, yeah. City, Spurs, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, all have terrible fixtures, like next yeah. six. There's no no exceptions to that rule. So it becomes a game of, like, who's going to play well against the good teams and like is it worth going to the other bad teams which is like yeah. a really interesting thing but yeah, yeah. Sonnet's question was Mo out Kane in Santi said a lot of Mo to Kev talk are we forgetting about Kane cheaper than both looking like he might tick all season I mean yeah he, it's like you said I mean his numbers are way up he's getting humongous chances Spurs are still a top four team they're a good team he's still on pens he's still Kane like he looks fit Yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. another guy where I'm like, yeah, great pick. You know, I don't know what else to say. Well, I mean, looking back to the fixtures, it's at City, home Leicester, at Arsenal, at Brighton. Brighton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, almost got you. Home home Everton at Old Trafford. (laughs) It's... I, he looks fitter than he has in years. Like, he's actually in the box. Like, he's actually running. Which, He's arriving. Yeah, which is very abnormal from what, you know, we're used to seeing. Whether or not it, it's going to keep up until it stops happening. So we, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It's just that's what he's doing so far. When they have these tougher games, I know I'm fucking perverted with Sun, but I still feel like these are the games where they're even deeper blocks, right? And they're yep. going to be hitting even more on the counter where, you know, I, I look at these fixtures and I'm like, I want Sun. <laughs> I mean, I Still, agree. You know, like over Kane. But then I then I then the second thing is, well, do I want either of them because they are tough fixtures? You know, are they going to really be creating and, and scoring a bunch of goals in these fixtures? You know, like how how comfortable or confident am I? Right. In Spurs doing that when you know they've looked 
very bad for very long stretches yeah, of like many games like fine at yeah best. They're, like they're just they're just getting they're getting through. by yeah. yeah like their point total i think is somewhat flattering for their performances to date this season um yeah. and now they have champions fair. league coming up you know their squad listen their squad can handle champions league you know they're, they're yeah, going to be okay i think yeah. they're going to be okay there where are you though, in terms of just looking at, you know, Sun and Kane and looking at them in the near term for the next, you know, five, six game weeks? Like, is this a bet you want? Do you want a piece of this or is it sort of, you're just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Well, yeah, between the two of them, I mean, I do agree. I mean, Sun's still further forward in every game, basically. I mean, every game that I've seen or highlights yeah. or heat maps or whatever you want to look at, Sun's the further forward. And I, I agree with your evaluation where like, the games where they sit even deeper, aka the games where they hit even faster, it's Sun. It's not Kane. Like it always has been. I think it always will be. Like you know, to score against City, it's not like Kane play a ball and then another ball and then Kane arrives far post and so it's like one ball and then that guy hopefully beats a guy or two and then beats Ederson. That that's how it works usually. Um, so yeah, if I were between the two, I'd say, yeah, I think I agree in the hard fixtures, it's probably sun. But again, when we're comparing like Liverpool, Spurs, City, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, I'm not very sold that Spurs are the way to go. Like not really at all, yeah. you know? So that's, 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 that's where question. I am. So let's, let's that's transition the from there. So, I mean, yeah, I think one thing with Spurs that I do, Arsenal, we don't have this big of an issue with because they've been functioning well they look good we can imagine how they look. like the game against man united right fine but with chelsea and spurs right with spurs what they have going for them that i think chelsea does not is systems very settled conte's been there for a little while yeah. everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing yeah they have a couple of new faces to integrate into the squad into the team they've just kind of been a little bit flat but you know they have looked good doing this historically like over the yes, last 12 yes. months even Chelsea, longer even if you just count like the Mourinho yeah. year you know like yeah. they were doing good at that yeah. yeah Chelsea are a fucking fucked up mess of fucks who all just Absolutely. got there and it's yep. a catastrophe to me <laughs> they have OBS who hasn't played a minute coming in they don't score goals he's about to bomb Kai out can OBS and Raz play together in a three at the back system fucking who knows i don't know if obs has ever played three at the back system in his fucking life <laughs> I, but i'm still looking at raz and i'm just like i want him yeah is that I mean, stupid because I they have actual they actually have good fixtures yeah these like other teams too. them compared fixtures wise to arsenal city spurs no Liverpool, comparison it's way better at way Fulham, way Liverpool, way better at palace home wolves at villa at brentham home man united at Brett, yeah. So, it's just other way, than Liverpool, way, way there's better. no top four team until game week 13 against United, and they're you know top six, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, yeah, so I with mean, this I, one, I, it's, I like that. But do you want to bet on the fucked up mess with Raz, who's you know looks good, looks fine in good fixtures, like breeding form, or do you want to bet on like the system, the team, the partnerships, the relationships, right? With bad fixtures to just kind of like do it. Like I, that, right. I'm, that's something right. I've been struggling with. That is a that is a really hard call. I mean, I think I bet on the fixtures more than. I feel like the individuals are at similar levels, not yeah, like just Raz like what Sun. I think of Raz, but even just like 
how they've played this year, their underlyings this year, it's close at least, right? It's yeah. not like yeah. a blowout. If it were yeah. a blowout one way or the other, I'd be on the guy with the better numbers. But right. it's close enough that I'm like, yeah, I'd rather the fixtures. You know, yeah. like who's going to score three plus? Is it Chelsea at Fulham or Home Wolves or at Palace or at Villa? Or yeah, like, I mean, it's just a lot more likely than Spurs doing it against any of their opponents, I think. Right. Except yeah. Tom Lester in Game and Get. So. Yeah, with a new manager, though. Who knows? They could have the bounce going. Yeah. Lester. Did they sack yet? It's coming. It has to come. It has to come soon. The, the fucking sack derby of Rodgers and Gerrard. Huge game. Well, I think Stevie bought himself a much longer leash after that 1 1. They were pretty good. This weekend. Yeah, they did. They did okay. But I don't want so, to get away from the forwards before we just go okay, full sorry, on. Like, sorry. No, no, you're good. It's just because we got questions about... Gunning. It's going to be that kind of pod. But we yeah. got questions from Alan Zarina about how do we utilize the two non-Holland forwards? Well, Jesus, Tony, Mitro, Darwin, Kane. Um, Slim Charles asking about Ishak. Um, yeah, and Simple Mug asking about you know, dropping Jesus. And then, you know, obviously the same question is like, who do you drop to? But so are you shopping at all in this sort of like mid, mid price forward range? Yeah. I mean, it's again, like other than Holland, the other two spots could, I could be on anyone, you know, I'm, I'm also not completely throwing Bamford out. Um, because he also has fixtures. Yeah. He has fixtures in his favor. Um, (sighs) I mean, Mitrovic is, obvious because he scores a goal every game and his underlying stats are just ridiculous and they have good fixtures so he has one bad fixture in the next eight yeah or like one top six fixture which is this game which is home chelsea you know who can't who knows yeah who knows how bad that even is Um, yeah i think he's like too obvious (laughs) yeah like sure they you know you could look at like you know home newcastle could be a tough game at west ham could be a tough game you know they they have a couple of tough games but um but yeah mitro does feel like a pretty strong option i mean it's not like i'm gonna get like tony over him or something like that um I mean, the other thing too with Jesus and like looking at these picks, like if I do not end up spending a ton of money on like Kane or something is, you know, the thing that Bamford and well, I mean, I guess Bamford's kind of, but let's just say Tony because he has points and people think he's a good player for FPL. The thing that Tony and Mitrovic have going for them, I mean, is just never get subbed, play 90. They play one game a week. They have nothing going on when, you know, you know, I'm going to still have like Holland and De Bruyne and all these like expensive yep. players who are getting rotated and play games on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That is attractive to me a little bit. You know, looking at those other two, you know, Jesus falls in this category. They play Thursday, even though I'm sure he, you know, he won't play in those games really. But, you know, that is sort of attractive to just be able to have two, two of the forward picks in this category. Um, you know, just like I mean, on, I think... pen, on pens, 90, that kind of yeah. thing, which no, Bamford, like, I guess, doesn't really fall into, but. What yeah. I'm hearing is like a lot of the stuff that we were saying pre game week one. And I think that we should go back and like follow some of that stuff where we're like mm. fucking nailed 90 every game, pen, six, eight forward is just always fucking value. Add in the fact that he's literally scored every game and he's taking like five shots a game. It's just better, right. you know, with Metro. But, you know, 
the reason we kind of didn't go there is like we didn't really care about that kind of value because we weren't going to hold long term. We were all going to wildcard after a month and here we are all wildcarding after a month, you know. So I don't think that that was wrong to like not go there with bad fixtures at the beginning of the season. But now that we're here and this is a pick for the next 10 game weeks, I feel like it's just too obvious to ignore. Like he he literally takes every single box in FPL history of like value, pens, nailed, underlying shots, entire teams built around him, attacking team. Yeah. It's just like so fucking free. Yeah. No, I, I hear I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, and he does feel like the most settled of these types of guys next to Holland. Like he's the one I've like tried to keep in the most. Yeah. Um, just because also, right. I mean, the price point is nice. Like, cause he's fighting for, you know, really with like Bamford or like Solanke or someone like yeah. kind of low, low or Isak, right? Like I, yeah. as much as I like Isak, I think that, you know, he's not near the FPL pick of Mitrovic right now. I agree. Um, and you know, going up to like Darwin, who has no minutes guaranteed to speak of is a lot more expensive it doesn't make any sense yeah. so with you know, horrible does, pictures yeah so it really does come down to really like bamford and you know if i want kane you know going there or um or keeping jesus yeah know? or ishak i i don't think he shouldn't be considered for your third spot but i yeah. definitely wouldn't consider him over mitro i mean oh yeah like well, we mentioned, those names were the ones I was mentioning for the third yeah. spot. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's a tough one for you. I mean, I think yeah. the the simple and safe move of like Jesus for the next two and take it from there probably makes the most sense because he can obviously go for free down to any of those people. You have a lot of value in him. He's super highly owned. He's. Been I don't good. have any value in him because I sold him before he dropped, so I just have him. Oh, okay. one now. Yeah. Regardless, he's you know still super highly owned, super good. Arsenal are good, you know. Yeah, that's that's where I would lean. But yeah, forward forward is back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> season of no forwards now. The season of too many forwards. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it for home Everton at Brenham. Those do seem like fixtures that Arsenal should just you know be on the front foot and yeah. score a couple goals in both. Yep. And if that happens, you know, the chances that Gabriel gets like, you know, 15-ish points between the two are, are pretty strong. I think it would be more if if I see the combinations of like, okay, well, if I have Jesus and then I have to downgrade this mid to this one instead yeah. of if I right. have Isak and I can get this guy instead, you know, I might be taking, you know, missing out on those two two fixtures, but like, you know, in the long, so that 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 might come up. But yeah, that might. I'm sure it will come up because that's just what happens on wildcard. That always comes up a million here, million there. But I just feel like, I mean, like you just said, it's probably it's fifteen ish points. Like that's fucking hard to make up for one million. You know, like yeah. You know, like Ishak is more likely to blank than to score. You know, at West Ham. You know, it just it just becomes a a, a tall hill to climb, tall mountain yeah, but to climb. The, but I mean that. But with him, then it's home warm with that Fulham home run. It's like yeah. okay, well, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, do you? I mean, did Tony's hat trick do anything for you? Looking at him, just Not because even he is a sitting. Because I mean, the thing with Tony is still right. As much of a you know creator that he is, is you know he's only seven two still. I mean, and he's a great player. 
you know, like he does fall into the same category of like, yeah, JWP, Wilf, like, but he gets bonus points, which is different. You know, I mean, JWP gets some, but like Wilf doesn't. He gets the forward buff. Or like Mitrovich. Like, I mean, Jesus doesn't have pens. Like, Jesus doesn't have, you know, a lot of those types of things that we do look for. So, I don't know. I mean, I. I'm so, I am sort of spending a little bit more time thinking about Tony after the hat trick and just looking at the way that they've been playing the season, which is like they kind of struggle for half of every game, whether it's the first or second it's half. Crazy. But when he makes the four subs and puts all the attackers on, they look like transformed, you know? They somehow win penalties all the time. They have the long throws, which act mm-hmm. like set pieces, and Tony's yeah. like a target man for those. Yeah, you know, I mean, he could also just be, you know, pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess like my answer to your question was harsh because the the hat trick didn't move the needle at all for me. Like, I it was whatever, it was beautiful, but like it doesn't matter. But like regardless of that he's still just a good long-term pick right like he could just end up on 170 through just like assists and pens and the occasional goal and 90 every game and yeah. Brentford Brentford and are playing really a good, lot more attacking a and they have lot really good more. Fi- yeah and they have really good fixtures like they somehow they have like between game week 16 and 19 they play City Spurs Liverpool like that's all jammed so, in the back. That's so good yeah, for you so like, right now. <laughs> and they have home Arsenal and they have home Chelsea. Like those are their two tough games and they're both yeah. home, which I like a lot. They do have to go to St. James, but I mean, in general, like looking at them to 16, like they have a really good run too. So yeah, last season they you know, were 1.14 non penalty XG per 90, yeah, which is like now? It must be pretty so much bad. Higher. Yeah, right now they're fourth in the league, 1.57. Yeah, it's and a that huge is difference. totally backed up on the eye test. Like, yeah, they yeah, are, they're playing like crazy, they're yeah. playing really well. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I think, think you're actually talking me into that. He's yeah. like, compare him to like Ishak, like. It's yeah, not close, Tony's just such a short yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. He's been here. He knows what's up. Pen, dude. He's. I mean, a pen is just seven. They want a pen at seven points for Tony. Yeah, he's so autumn. Also, first two free kicks he's ever taken in the Premier yeah, League. They were the best things ever. Oh my god! I mean, where has that been hiding? <laughs> where is that? Yeah. So like I mean, he, that's that's another thing, right? Like looking at him, like with Jesus yeah, yeah. and shit. I, I like, like that. Like, cause what, what are, we're going to sit here, we'll go back to the mids and get to the mid price mids. It's like, you know, yeah, JWP, Wilf, like Grob, like, oh yeah, these steady picks who have the set pieces, you know, Grob has a pen, the yeah. other one's like, you know, well, Tony's the same thing, you know, it's so not fucking better, like, hard to separate these picks out. I, I mean, know. it's something that I was dealing with two weeks ago on my wild card and it's still just like, JDP, Wilf, Tony, I think Mitro's in a separate category, but all these kind of guys. That you know you just hold for the next 10 game weeks until the yeah. World Cup and they're good. And I mean, I think with Tony too, with Brenham is, I mean, maybe also the hat trick. And like, since I've been thinking more about the teams and the players the last couple of days than I usually do after the game week ends because, you know, I've been tinkering. They are playing so much better than they did last season. Like, they're attacking. Yeah, they're actually attacking. Playing with attackers and the players they got in. I mean, Wissa, Lewis Potter, like, you know, I mean, they're, they're, you can see a lot more from them, which also is just a really positive thing yeah. for Tony from an FPL perspective. I mean, I didn't ever think I would be like sitting here stumping for Tony or anything or thinking no, no. like, oh yeah, I'm going to have him in my wild card deck. 
I don't I mean he killed me last season. I had him for like ten weeks. He scored like one goal. It was yeah, I mean, horrendous, you know. That's that is who he is, but you know, you you Maybe that is who he was though, because last season there's so much more attacking. Yeah, like last season they essentially were like doing the Conte Spurs thing, but they did half they had half of the counterattacks and Bumo was involved in a hundred percent of them, which means five percent of them work. And Bumo you know, looks, and now looks way better on the wing, by the way. Yeah. Yes, also. he does. But you know, but now they have like more men. They're not just deep blocks countering from their own half. Like they're just they're putting sustained pressure on it in periods and phases of games. So you know, all of that really does work in Tony's favor. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I I feel like where the argument against Tony would start is like. If we're comparing Tony and JWP, because they're similar price, like similar, you know, long-term tick kind of guys or whatever you want to call them, is like, yeah, there's just so many forwards that I feel like, and and I don't feel like there's that many mids in the same price range well, that do the things that JWP do. That's true. But with me looking at wildcard, that literally doesn't matter at all, because I have all the money. So yeah, what are you, what I'm is, just out of do that Do you bracket. have like a current team? Yeah, I mean, I have a current team right now on my screen. I just pulled up, like I had prepped for our, our talk. I should have so asked you for going. a screenshot so I could have thrown it up, yeah. but whatever, it hit me. Um, but like, I'm just vacating. Other than Martinelli, like I just don't want to be in that bracket. Yeah, but that's fair. The, the one yeah. thing is, Gro- like Grob, I wanted to talk to you about Grob. Great because, pick. I mean, Brett, they're also like look just incredible. Like <laughs> right? yeah, just look they're absolutely so incredible. They're, they're so playing good. the best that they ever have in the Premier League. And you know, Grob is just he was actually insane, unbelievable against Leicester. <laughs> he's so he good, was dude. everywhere. Like he he's was just all so over good. the pitch, taking set pieces from the thing that was really frustrating is his set, his corner kicks were so good and yeah. no one was even remotely close to yeah. getting anything on, on like any of them one or something they were every yeah. single one was perfect they were yeah. all just dropped like right where you want it to go and they which just is what you expect from him yeah yeah but i mean do you think grob is is a like is it okay to not have him like is he in that category or is it just like yeah he'll it's take, definitely like, okay whatever. to not have him like he's not on pens he's still not yeah. like a well, if he was on pens he'd score. be Dude, he'd have the most points in the game. If, if he was on pens. pens, yeah, he'd be the easiest pick in the game. He'd be 99.9% owned yeah. in, in the elite teams and all that shit. And he's already pretty highly owned. But yeah, I mean, I th- I expect him and Brighton to keep playing well. You know, do I yeah. expect Brighton to keep finishing well? Don't know. You know, he's getting, you know, a lot of assist points and stuff like that. But he's fucking great. I mean, we've been rating him really highly for like five straight years. Like not yeah. that much has changed. You know, he got a little at, older, yeah. but he's playing great. At Bournemouth, home Palace, at Liverpool, home Spurs, at Brentham, home NFO. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe that's what's changed. I don't really know a way to quantify it. Maybe I could just look at like the similar matches from last season, but I always used to think of Brighton as a team that played to their competition's level. So like they would look fucking amazing against Liverpool and like it would be a draw or something. And then they'd play Norwich the next week and it'd be like a 
nil nil and it would just be like what the fuck yeah. is this team but it so far it seems like they're just fucking destroying the team's worth and that's they I destroyed Leicester. they destroy Leeds. they fucking yeah. destroy newcastle you know like all the these things was, was the one game where welbs didn't play and yeah they didn't, exactly. they didn't look as good but i mean that's the, the thing that is different this season, right? Is they're just, they're dictating terms. Like they're, they're doing what they want every game, whatever Potter's plan is like, they're just doing it. And they're, yeah. you know, pretty much every game so far, just the better team on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I and I mean, they're right. just all, they're all priced so low. I mean, Grob is the one like other than Martinelli, who's, I mean, is that, do you think that that's right for him to just be not even considered to be removed? Yeah. I mean, maybe two weeks from now we talk about it, but he's too good, man. And I think his goal should have stood versus Man United. And and then it would be even more of a we're not even considering it because he would have been on just so many points. Yeah. But I mean, I think Grob is is the one that is in my thoughts if I want to, you know, have a a cheaper mid in my team. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it's a? Tough. Can you read off the team that you're looking yeah, at? I so, know it's not going to be the yeah, team. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So I have point four in the bank. I have Pope in goal. Um, my defense is Fafana, Emerson, not Royale, the one on Western Ham, <laughs> the good one, yeah, the good one. Uh, Botman, Dallow, and White. Holy shit! And then I, I'm going back, dude. I'm <laughs> turning the clock back. And then I have Martinelli, this is the three point three rotating defenders. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah. god. And I have Martinelli, De Bruyne, Raz, Bruno, Pereira, and then I have Jesus, Mitrovic, Holland up top. Bruno is also like probably Wait, nailed so, in my team. He's so another one that on I haven't really fucked around with much. Quad quadmium. I'm on me imium. I don't know. I just have four all these premium attackers. Defenders. Yeah, I'm just putting it all in attack. So let's go. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, we haven't talked. I mean, yeah, Bruno let's talk just about looks, Bruno and then you. Yeah. Yeah. Bruno just looks like back to peak yep. when he was scoring 250 a year. And, yep. you know, the Ten Hogs clearly made the right call by dropping the rapist. Yes. And it's his team. You know, it's Bruno's team and he's running it. And Erickson playing in that deeper lying role, freeing Bruno up for the yep. for not having to play DM and pick the ball up from the how center backs, which that he used to have to do. Two years, so where it was just like how? Yeah, no one can get the ball to Bruno. Why is he there? Like, yes. yeah, oh, God. Man. And I mean, and that not only was that incredibly frustrating to watch, but that also really aids to him covering so much more ground and him being just more tired in general. And he just doesn't have to worry about that. He just has to play in literally in like half of the field now, sort of. I mean, obviously he comes back and helps out when they lose possession, things like that. But, you know, I just, I find Bruno just looking irresistible and he's like enjoying himself and doing all of his like rolling on the ground and complaining to the ref. (laughs) Wearing the armband is just... It's like he was born out of the womb with an armband on. He it fits him to a T, and you know. And I'm also looking at right. He's he's gonna have pens with for at least seventy minutes. You know, it seems like Ron is a sub every game, unfortunately. Um, but you know, looking at Anthony coming in, they're gonna they're gonna start winning some pens. I mean, they they haven't won one yet, right? Um, I feel like there's been very few pens. Yeah, generally, yeah, general, except for right? yeah, except for like you know, Brighton or a couple. Yeah, a couple Brighton. teams have won a couple, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, you know, the team has, you know, kind of been stuttering and, and stumbling a little bit, you know, over the last few games, kind of winning ugly. But I just imagine them with, you know, the window shut, 
he knows who's there. You know, he's, he's going to get Casemiro, you know, up to speed soon. I just feel like they're going to continue to improve. And, you know, I'm just kind of buying in on, on Ten Hogs on what he's doing so far. Like, I like yeah. the personnel changes he's been making. I mean, not, not playing Maguire anymore. I love that. Having Varane fit, I think, is such a big deal, just not only through the spine, but how it kind of enables them to just play out from the back and just be more settled and, and assured, you know, not having to cover for mistakes that, you know, they, the defenders, the defensive midfielders would have to do, you know, with slab in the, in the, on the, the pitch. So I just think in general, like they're just, they just look really good and, you know, they're starting to get the ideas and I'm starting to see these little glimmers, you know, and Sancho's been really bad this season so far. You know, he could come, he could start improving a little bit more, I'm sure, as he gets more settled in his role. I don't you think know, he's it, even been that bad. I think that's kind I don't of know. harsh. I, yeah. I think he's been just missing in general, like watching mm. them play. I just feel like he has been so uninfluential and just so such a passenger to pretty much mm. all the games I've caught them caught them on. Um, and you know that might just be a, a big recency bias from the Arsenal game, which I he got subbed and I literally did not know he was playing. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know he was in the game the whole time. But you know, I mean, there's you know he can't make a pass an hour. Um, he's got a couple goals to his name, but you know he's he's still got to got to improve. But you know, again, right. Rashford's playing well. Erickson's making such a big difference. And I feel like when they, when they do get Casemiro in and, you know, McSauce is going to, his, his good spell is going to snap, right? Once they get that little possession kind of situation figured out, I think, in, in how to advance the ball when they, when they win the ball back from defense a little bit better with Erickson and they have a little bit more possession that they might have some more sustained possession and pressures in, in the opposing third where Bruno's basically just playing a free role, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's just a free role and he's, he comes into, to create and he drops in as like a second striker in the box when he wants to. And everything I'm seeing from him is just the exact same thing that I was seeing from him two years ago. And I think it's kind of like a good time to just buy him now. And I think he's going to just slowly make his way into a lot more teams as Man United continue to improve. So, you know, I really it's like him. He's like, eight, you know, yeah, we yeah. mentioned that like most of the big six have bad fixtures, but sh- like if you reduce it to like five game weeks and not six or seven, then you know, Man United only have at City as far as the top six matchups. And I, I could, I could easily bench him that week. Like I don't mind playing a four or five defender over Bruno in that fixture, honestly. Right. But they've or been Pereira playing so. They've been playing better in the harder fixtures where they're countering because I think it's harder to. It's just harder to be the dominant team, right? It's harder to have seventy percent of the ball and break down a low block. Right. It's easier to just like kick it long and counter. So yeah. I think that like you know we'll see at Palace, home Leeds, at Everton, home Newcastle, the other four in there. It's like yeah, I mean they could, they could get gone. I I agree with you on Bruno and Aurelio was asking what are your thoughts on Rashford? Minutes seem secure, but will you be a good pick when Martial comes back? And yeah, I mean Wardell, Barrack, John, I'll ask him about United and stuff. I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. It's really like I might have a fireside chat not this week, but next week with some Men United talk. But it's like yeah, I mean I've said it so many times. I feel like over the years where. A lot of times a manager comes in and just does the most obvious thing. And that just like goes such a long way. <laughs> you know, like coming in, put the best player in their best position. And a lot of things just work themselves out. You know, he drops Juan, drops Shaw, drops Slab. <laughs> it's like drops Ronaldo. It's like, okay, this, these are all obvious. Everyone who watches Man United knows that these are their four worst players. I mean, he doesn't have a backup goalie to drop to A or he, or he'd probably be dropped too. You know, p- puts in some young guys. 
he's like he's like Bruno's our best player. Why the fuck is he doing the job that you know a number eight, a number six should do? Just get him up there, let him just do stuff because that's what he's good at, causing chaos and just doing stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah, looking good. Yeah. They're looking good. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I'm really interested to see like if they can beat the hell out of a bad team or not a bad team, but a team worse than them, you know, and what, whatever yeah. that means, because they and haven't done that yet, but like, no. you know, home leads or something like they'll however, score four, you know, that's the thing is the last we had home arsenal at Leicester at St. Mary's, like they haven't had a home banker yet. Yeah. And I mean, they just haven't, they, you know, they ran into a truck against Brighton game week one, home Liverpool, and then they just had home Arsenal. Those are their three home fixtures so far yeah. this season. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's again, right? You, we aren't buying last, you know, yesterday's points, you know, and, and their schedule is very unusual. I mean, they, they, a lot of their home bankers are really like towards the end of the second half of the season, but, you know, they do have home leads coming up, you know, home Newcastle is like, eh, and then home Tottenham. I mean, those are their next three home games and those aren't like great, but just yeah. not saying, but just speaking to your point, like, yes, it would be nice to see them just play at home against a bad team and destroy them. They don't yeah. have that game though until game week 17 home NFO. Well, home leads, I think. Leads are still like leads are tough though because they like, come at you a fucking five hundred miles. Like yeah, it's okay, not, it's not you know, NFO, but, but it's no, they still should just kill like, them. They should kill them. They should score five. They should kill like, them. Like yes. it's there, there, and there yeah. for the taking. If yeah. you, all you need to do is complete some passes, put yeah. cock or Urente under pressure, and you're just in. Yeah, no, they should absolutely kill them. We yeah. we did kind of gloss over um, Rashford. You know, I mean, he did just yeah, bang yeah. Him. I mean. What do you, what do you he, see? He's got like an 18 pointer or something yeah. like that, you know? I mean, it's kind of funny. The, the thing that I thought back to after that match was like, you know, a week before the season started, how many people were on Rashford? Yeah, a lot like, of people. Everyone, like yeah. 30% of the Discord and, and like the competitive managers in the game, like slowly we, as we wanted more money, I think mostly in the back, that was sort of like where the meta shifted. It went from like Rashford down to Neto, maybe even down to Bailey. And that's kind of like, that was the spot that people felt okay getting rid of. You know, ultimately, you know, you got two, one, ten, three, six. It's not like you, you miss like that much. Then he puts up the huge 18 pointer. But, you know, again, it's a, it's a similar talk. It's like in the fixtures where they're supposed to win, in a lead fixture where they're supposed to score three plus easily. If he's still playing up top and all those, he's six, seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The points might, might just be there for the taking. It's a, it's everything that we said in preseason, right? Like this isn't like some random player who yeah. like this isn't some fucking, kid 20 year old who's never done it or something it's yeah, like or he's, he didn't just he, transferring from the era of a dizzy yeah like he has monster fpl seasons yeah. in the re- in recent memory yeah so you know he could just play 2500 to 3000 minutes and put up 170 points yeah. and that would yeah. be insane for six seven yeah. yeah yeah i'm still just worried about those games where hitting it long and countering i know won't be the the route yeah and he's that's not, what he's good at yeah he's not good when they have sustained pressure in the final he's third. a nightmare he doesn't know what the fuck to do he's he act he's actively bad when that's yes. happening yes and you know we'll, we'll just have to see how they adjust to that because if they do turn into like that more possession-based team he's not in the 11 
Yeah. You know, he's just That's not. Just, yeah. Just he's like, not. You know, it's, I mean, it's Erickson, Casemiro, Sancho, Bruno, you know, I mean, Martial, like he's just not in the team. So, you know, and that could be, you know, not till March, but. Yeah. Could be not till next season. Could be not yeah. till next season. Right. But, but, but yeah, that, right now, that is my worry. Yeah. But right now, 6-5, playing out of position. He's a, he's a good pick. He's good definitely pick. a good pick, but good he's pick. he's definitely not going to make my cut because I really want Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that you're going for Bruno. Yeah. Um. So obviously you're Mo out here. We got some yeah. Mo out questions. Yeah. Noel said, if getting rid of Mo, would you still leave an easy route back to get him in, or do you think it's fine to just spread the funds? Brett said, I panicked and activated the wild card after a low forties point week. <laughs> I have many dilemmas. My biggest one is how many of the three Liverpool attacking assets do we need or do we need any? And Josh B said, post-Derby, tilt wildcard pops. Who are, who are the first team? Oh, God, I can't read right now. What are the first names in the team sheet? Is it time to drop essential Mo Daddy? So, yeah, I mean, is he is no chance in your team? No chance. Wow. No, no there's no chance. I mean, I, I've, I've seen enough. I mean, I, I've seen... We have all seen them play badly for five games, you know, and then yes. spank the cherries at home. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm done with that, especially looking <laughs> at their fixtures coming up with, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, uh, three of the next five, you know, Brighton also, it's not going to be an, an easy game. You know, it's just the most frustrating thing is home wolves, right? Sure. Could get fucked here, but you know, it's, it's kind of low. And then they have also home West Ham game of 12, which is not going to be an easy game. Champions League coming in, Injury crisis, blah, 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 blah. New players, everything's different. I'm just, I don't see, I'm, I'm absolutely nowhere remotely near captaining Mo, you know, in my team. So why am I owning a 13 million player if that's the case? And, you know, the answer is just, I'm not going to. You know, I mean, sure, Kev is, you know, not too far away from that in price point. Also, probably nowhere gonna, not gonna be near captaining him, but they look like they could score six every game. Right. That, that's the difference. You know, yeah, Mo, right. He was also, you know, a fingertip save post at, you know, on minute 90 away from scoring 11 points this weekend. And yeah. I understand that. And he's obviously and two a fantastic sitters against Bournemouth, Bournemouth from having, yeah, from having like a brace, the most points in 15 FTL. points. Sure. Yeah. All of that said, I'm still just watching the performances and watching his positioning and watching him, you know, cross low crosses to center backs, not, you know, taking as many shots as I'm used to him seeing. Yeah, shots are way down. Yeah, and I, I'm just, you know, this isn't a 13 million player. This isn't the Mo that I'm used to seeing. And, you know, it reminds me a lot of the last half of last year, right, where yeah. we were saying this and we, neither of us got rid. And, you know, really, to me, the main reason why that was was just because we were scared to, because of his ownership. And, you know, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Um, I don't, I don't, I've seen enough so far to, to make this decision and, and bet against him. He's always two transfers away from coming back in. And if they start playing better in Champions League, get some bodies back, and they, they look better in these tough fixtures, you know, maybe I bring him back in for those last handful of games before the, the, the international for the wild uh, world cup when they yeah. have NFO and Leeds and Southampton. Like, sure, that could happen. But for now, you know, looking at their incoming fixtures, it doesn't make any sense to me. So that's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. I still think you should have him. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going like, to. 
when you compare the other top six teams who have equally bad fixtures, I'm just like, yeah, I just trust Liverpool a lot more and trust Mo a lot more compared to, you know, Bruno, Raz, a Spurs guy, basically any other team than City who also, City also have nightmare fixtures, but I wouldn't change those. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I still just, still just think they're better. You yeah. Know, Tiago's back and training. Nunez is back. Like, I just think, they're a lot closer to just being like, oh yeah, I forgot they're by far the, you know, by far ahead of these other teams. Where it's like, it, you know, we, all of the, I like the Bruno pick. I like the case for it. I like the Raz pick. I like the case for it. I like the Spurs pick. I like the case for it. But in the end, I still just think, you know, most, pro- most probably better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing with Mo too is yeah. he's 13 million, right? I yeah. mean, that is it's a lot more. Raz is ten guys. million, <laughs> you know. Bruno is nine point yeah. eight million. Yeah. So that's, that's that not just. Oh yeah, you should huge. just do that instead. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, I wanted to also, I guess, move over to Darwin because I was like initially, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he's the kind of pick to have now on wild card, right? But the more I looked at like the fixtures and the pile up and the situation, I was just like, why would I have him? I yeah. couldn't even make a case. Do you? What? How do you view him? He's eight nine. Yeah, it's just hard when we've seen so little of him. Yeah. He's barely fucking played, and everyone else has six games under their belt. So it feels like everything is a massive grain of salt, and like we don't really know yet, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, the case for him is just like, at his current rate, he will obliterate every forward in the game other than Holland. That's the case. It's yeah, like he, but his the current rate is sh- based off of like an hour. That's the thing. It's like based yeah. off like basic two <laughs> starts and the, against and the, the community shield, and yeah. that's basically it. But like, yeah, the way he's currently going, if you include community shield, just because we we probably should <laughs> um, at this point, it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Everything he's doing is absolutely insane. He's it's Holland level numbers, like not yeah, even just shooting. saying that because I'm biased. The amount of yeah. shots and the amount of XG is just like broken. Um, yeah. It's fucked. So, so I mean, do you, you know, think he's going to bully himself and play himself into just like you can't drop me? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I do think so. I think yeah, Bob I mean, is a happens, distant, distant backup. Jota's yeah. kind of back. He'll, you know, he'll come in. He'll sub on. He'll sub on for Diaz as well. You know, they'll mix and match and stuff like that. But yeah, I think you know, Wolves. We've talked about Chelsea and their defense. Brighton is probably harder than Chelsea or Arsenal on either side of that. The way they're those teams are defending at the moment. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, he could still just, like, he just has hat-trick potential in these games that, you know, obviously, like, a lot, most forwards in the game don't have. So that would be the case. But I totally, totally get not going for him. I don't know what I would be doing on wildcard, but there's just so many, like, safe, steady, nailed, bah, 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 forwards, whereas he is just, like, still so much risk. He could just not start. I mean, that's, and especially with Jota back, like, suddenly all of the forwards are fit and he has to pick two from Diaz, Firmino, Darwin, Jota sort of. Yeah. And yes, it should be, you know, Diaz and Darwin or Jota and Darwin, you would imagine. Yeah, I think most games. But he's yeah. also, you know, 22 
and he just got here. And yeah. what's his rate on red card return so far? Also <laughs> off the charts, you know. So it depends on what rate of things you're looking at. Yeah, yes, and yes. you know, he he just they have champions, right? Maybe the group stages are games that are better suited for him than you know the Premier League games right now. I mean, it's just there's too many question marks. I think to yeah, no, it's a huge risk. I think that where you should compare is like not against like a Mitro, a Tony, because that's just not fair. They're just not like the same. But you should compare against Raz, compare against Bruno, compare yeah. against the Spurs premium, and then alternatively what mid you'd get instead, right? Because that's yeah. like really... A combination. Because you're not getting Raz to like tick. You're hoping that Raz braces or hat tricks in one of the easy games. Yeah. That's like what, you know, you know, so I think that's where he should be compared. But I yeah, mean, I could a, easily get him... Instead and, of uh, and all of, of them, yeah. Like I could easily have Holland, Darwin, Mitro, Raz, Kevin, Bruno, Martinelli. Like I can do that right now. I can afford that. How? I thought you only had like point four in the bank. I just change white to Nico. Like who gives a fuck? It's all the yeah, same that, shit back there. You know, I mean yeah. that's it's nothing. Or I get a four or five goalkeeper instead of Pope or whatever. Yeah, right. But right, like, right. so I mean, what about? I mean, that's just a straight Darwin versus Jesus, like. Even yeah. that, I'm like, I would probably rather have Jesus, though. I mean, I know he's playing. Like, that's a big right. deal. Right, and that's a huge deal. No? Yeah. Or are you, I, you're, you're, all, you're no, you're like, no, it's worth it. I think it's close. I do think that there's like, you know, we don't pick players for coverage, but I don't think it's insignificant that everyone in the game is still going to be on Mo, and like, you could be getting the underratedly better Liverpool attacking pick, you know, like for fucking four million cheaper in Darwin. Like he could easily outscore Mo. I could absolutely see that. And then, yeah. you know, in the next run or whatever like that. And, you know, Jesus love the pick, love the player. Arsenal look great. He looks great. But like, you know, he had a quad return home Leicester. Other than that, he is kind of more of a ticker, right? Like he's yeah. going to assist here, a goal there, assist here, whatever. Um, he doesn't really have that explosive uh, 20 pointer out of nowhere. Like, yeah. so, yeah. So, I mean, maybe Darwin is Worth sort of, the, maybe yeah. Darwin is sort of the bet of just like, oh God, is he maybe awake Darwin, again? Yeah. He's just a mess right now. <laughs> the kid being awake, disrupting the pod. Come on, demo. All right. Um, where was I? No, you were saying maybe he's just the guy you go to. Or yeah, maybe but. he's maybe he's the bet I, I make instead of getting Tony or some safe guy there. It's just I put Darwin in. Yeah, and, it's just you know, it's see always, how it goes. I feel like the where me and you often have trouble is just like how much to balance safe and how much to go for upside. Right? It's like you already have like Raz and Bruno. Like that's a yeah. ton of risk and upside. Um. Do you need another guy? Or is it better to just have someone like Tony who's like, next 10 game weeks, I'm not even considering this as a transfer. I'll deal with, you know, yeah. other stuff. Which well, I think it's probably but better, I, but I think the, the risk though that I, I view more is, is the minutes, you know, and Raz and Bruno are not minutes risks. So they're not, they're not going to be transfers out like, oh my God, emergency. Like Darwin is a minutes risk. So, if he's the only minutes risk I have, then I, I feel better about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know like, what I'm you not mean, getting, but still, yeah. like, Raz could just, like, 
very easily could imagine a world where Chelsea like struggle to score one goal in the next three and Raz blanks all of them. Yeah, and then you're just like, it's not like you're going to be like, yeah, but he's playing. You're going to be like, this is a fucking nightmare. You know, and the same with Man United, right? It's like we've, we just said yeah. they've been playing in badly in the games where they're supposed to dominate. Like that, yeah. that could just yeah. happen, and they get no, two shots against Man yeah. City, and it's like, fuck, what the fuck am yeah. I doing with Bruno? You know. So, what do you think? That, I wanted... That's what I mean by risk. Yeah, no, I, I got you on that. What do you, What do you think about Foden? Because I've been like in and around Foden, and I just can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean. Harry's question was, what are your thoughts on Foden as a glue guy? Glue guy, High X-Men should fall into a solid flow of points as part of the weekly city fuck fest. And I think that is actually like the good, the perfect way to describe him at this point. I mean, we've kind of like learned that he's not that explosive. You know, he's not that good a goal scorer. He's not like an elite, elite attacker, but yeah, Pep loves he's him. There. He basically plays well most games, you know, yeah. even if it's like in a facilitating one. role or if it's a more attacking role or he ends up with the ball in the box or doesn't, he's crossing and all that stuff. And that's just like, yeah, he's probably just going to keep ticking. I mean, if if Pep is like, every time I start Holland, I'm starting Foden, that's a really good recipe for points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> He's it's it's harder to me looking at cities you know looking at him and comparing him to other picks across the game is you know he seems more of just like a coverage pick where it's just like oh it's nice right. to have another name in the city team because they dominate so hard maybe he'll fall into points like Bill right. does kind of right right not right. like oh my god this is an amazing FPL pick like you right. watch them play and it's you know it's such a like conundrum there it's like a you know like a paradox where and he looks so good eye test and he makes everything go like just like gundo and just like you know bill or whoever else is playing and you know around you know kevin and and holland but are they actually good fpl picks and i I feel like i keep coming down with just like no they're not like it's just better to to go elsewhere i probably agree with you because if we're describing him as a glue guy which i think is right there's just tons of glue guys and they're cheaper and it's like yeah it's nice to have a piece of city attack but it's a very small piece right and it's like we're 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 looking at like what 20 percent of the time they score a goal like foden's probably assisting or some some shit like that whereas when you talk about like wilf or whoever it's like no every every time they score i expect that player to be a part of the goal so yeah that's a big it's a big difference um yeah so, yeah, I mean, we, we have some team-specific questions here and there, but I don't know. We've kind of, like, talked about a lot of stuff. It's mostly a wildcard pod, so I hope people yeah. aren't disappointed about that. But um, I wanted to also talk about goalie a little bit. I mean, I have Pope and Pope I mean, seems I was like looking a great at, pick, yeah. Yeah, like, I was looking at the four fives, and I just, like, couldn't really get too happy with any of them. Like, I was looking at Bazunu, I was looking at Fuckford. Do you have any goalkeeper shouts, any reads or anything that you're kind of interested in or Yeah, I haven't I haven't really looked at like numbers um in terms of like who's letting the shots in and and stuff like that, but it does seem like Newcastle are very happy to let in bad shots. Yeah. And let Pope just save them, and that was always the thing that made him so unbelievably good for Burnley. And yeah. if that's still the thing that they're doing, they have the second lowest XG per shot conceded to Spurs. 
then like that's that's all I need to see from Pope yeah. to just be like, oh, he's just gonna get tons of free saves and be a monster on bones. All I need to see on a way better team too in Newcastle. Yeah, I mean he did get all his bones in two games. To be fair, but he also has made twenty eight saves in six games, which is a lot of saves. Right. Yeah, I mean they're so, conce- Newcastle's conceding the fifth most shots, but again the second best in terms yeah. of the quality of shot that they're conceding. Yeah, so that's like I mean, a very just, that's a very very good recipe. Yeah, I mean for success. I, I mean at, at five, like he just seems like a good. A good pick there. Yeah, none yeah. of the none of the four fives really come close. I mean, like yeah. just in the just in this one metric that I'm just looking. I mean, Brentford sort of, but like they don't look like they're ever going to keep it clean to me. No, I'm, there's no way rise by two. Yeah, so then like very quickly, that's like all the guys I'm considering, and and we've talked extensively about Bob the Monster Sanchez on this pod, but it's yeah, like I'm not, I'm not they're they're the opposite. Like they yeah. can they can see no shots, and he gets no bones usually. Yeah, so the shots they do concede are like big chances. Yes, um, I mean the other one I was We're, looking worst at was in like, the league on that stat, by the way. Actual XG per shot. Yeah. Brighton are tied with Fulham and NFO. Highest yeah. XG per yeah, shot allowed. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I was also, I mean, Leno, I think, is also worth mentioning just because he's been making a lot of saves and they have a really good run to the World Cup. Like they have, mm. they just have really good fixtures for the next like 10. Um, I'm just worried about Fulham. Yeah. Like I they, mean, of course. Yeah, but I might not keep a single clean, but yeah, I thought like their first three matches, I was like, you know, they're honestly like defending pretty well. Like they look pretty, like they got fucking bitch smacked by Arsenal and Spurs. But I mean, is that a fair metric? They're not playing them again until, you know, the, the no, I know, but you know, they still have, you know, Chelsea, Newcastle, you know, just teams that can attack City. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems like Pope is where I should be here. I think Pope is just like so obvious that yeah. you shouldn't throw it away. The pedigree, it's it's probably worth the extra point five there. Yeah, you might even get your first keeper clean of the year. Let's not get carried away here. <laughs> let's not get fucking crazy. <laughs> um, usually, I would say let's go to a lot more questions, but my back and my neck are absolutely fucking killing me. So I'd okay. rather just jump to. You know, teams and then maybe wrap up a little shorter pod. Obviously, we'll be okay. back on Thursday with a big wildcard pod. So hopefully, I'll be better by then. Yep. Yeah. And we'll um, have uh, Champions League stuff. So the, yeah, Thursday will be a big yeah. one. Thursday is a very big one. Yeah. So your team, you know. Yeah. Well, and I do, I, we'll I mean, if, if you do anything, I would really, it would, that would really help me is if you did look at like the four or five defenders and like those. Yeah. You know, like if you had any, like, because these were just kind of like, I mean, Fafana's not going anywhere. Botman probably not going anywhere. But like, and like Dello seems like a pretty good pick. But like, I could, I need like those couple picks. Like, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, should I have a I'll Brighton guy? Should I have, you know, should I have a Palace guy? Like, which, who, who's like, should I have an Arsenal yeah. one, even though their fixtures are bad? Like, I don't, yeah. I have no idea. Well, Arsenal, I feel like they're kind of down on the clean pers- perspective, right? To me, it's Ramsdale. Like, I just think. Ramsdale. I, I just think, no, like, he's the reason why they're not keeping clean. Like, I feel like he's just been so bad. Yeah. Um, And it's understated, but... Gabriel's uh, also been really fucking bad, too, I think. It's it's a whole different discussion. That's another part. And obviously Partey's out, so, yeah. But but I'll I'll, I'll think about it for sure. Uh, Who are you on for cap this week? Or does it matter? 
and it's I just always looked, Holland. It's just Holland, I think. Who I mean, playing? he's home Spurs. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking know. bad fixture. Who else would you captain? Mo, home Wolves. It's insane. <laughs> Doesn't seem insane to me. Yeah, Raz at Fulham? No, I mean, I think... I think I'll probably be on Holland. I don't think yeah. I'm. I, I just. I don't think I'm going to go off Holland and, like while he's fit. I'm pretty much. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I think you know? that's probably fair. Yeah. Or they're playing live like dude. I'm so Liverpool close to getting point. a Kev monster all. Yeah. Fuck. If he did do that one thing, that would have been an extra. He had like you know? two almost goals. Yeah. Yeah. If he got um, a goal, it would have been like an extra like ten points on the field for you. <sighs> that would have been a really really monster week. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have to. Look at my team. I mean, I Walker You're seems like a problem. Right? He's hurt. Oh, because he didn't travel, right? And then like Gay home and United is like kind of bad, you know. So, um, but am I really going to do a defensive transfer? Like, probably not. So, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably just save because there's nothing like obvious to me. Um, unless Saving I wanted sense. to like punt on Kev for a better fixture or something like that. Yeah. Well, we Kept need more rass. Walker. We need more Walker information. Yeah. Because if he's actually hurt, like he's not going to be back this weekend, then that's probably not worth holding. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let me slap asses. We have two new signups, Rom Frosk and Felix Stark Johan. Let's get in there, baby. Ooh, sorry to wrap it up short, but I'm just dying here. Any yeah. last words by you? No, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, dude. Check us out at FMLfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLfield. Sports page. I'm a slash FMLfield. Subscribe to the future.